Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas dot myshopify.com Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App and make a donation to dollar sign E. James, the number 418. Make a one-time donation to the Cash App or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, uh, everywhere that we are. And um, yeah, make sure you support us and sus- by subscribing. Also, uh, I'm going to tell you guys how you can win $100 from the podcast, right? But you got to stay until the end to get that information. All right, cool. So today, just like any other day, we are blessed with the guest, Mr. Hanfield. How are you doing? What up, what up, what up? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I am good. I am good. First of all, let me say thank you for being on. Uh, you could have been doing anything else, but you're here with me and my listeners. And I want to let you know off the bat, I definitely appreciate it. So thank, thank you. you for having me. Yes, sir. No problem. No problem. So let's jump right into it. So do me a favor. Introduce yourself to my listeners and tell us who you are and what it is that you do. All right. What's up, y'all? My name is Zav Hanfield, and I am a plant-based food blogger food consultant, wellness enthusiast. I am a speaker. Um, I feel like I wear like a million different hats. I kind of like do it all. But um, I help people level up with their health and wellness, with their mindset um, by living intentionally. Okay. Okay. So let's jump right in it. But first, 
I, I want to go back a little bit, right? Okay. Because uh, just knowing our community, mm-hmm. so I, I, I want to say uh, it could be a could be a stretch, but I want to say a good guess that you weren't born <laughs> in the community that <laughs> that was uh, um, you know about that plant life, right? right. So uh, tell me a little bit about you know you're going back a little bit and that journey that took you uh, to becoming who you are to begin to do what you do. Yeah, so I mean, growing up, I I I, I mean. I, I'm 35 now. So looking back, I just think about my life and like I never really was like heavy on like meat and eggs. And I don't know if you remember Arby's, the the mm-hmm. restaurant Arby's. I don't know who is keeping them open, but there are some of y'all out there that are keeping them open. I say the same thing. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> but I remember watching Arby's commercials and just be like all that meat that kind of like just grossed me out. I was like, okay, that I'm I'm good off that. But I mean, yeah, I grew up eating. Um, chicken and, and steak and lamb and things of that sort. And when I was 12 years old, I had the opportunity to um, attend a session at church. And it was like a random Saturday. And someone came in and was talking about being vegetarian and, and what they did to animals and this, that, and the third. And I was like, huh, I didn't know that they did those type of things to animals. And then I went home and I ate some chicken. But shortly thereafter, <laughs> shortly, shortly, Shortly thereafter, I had, the, I had the opportunity to kind of like remember kind of that session. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I want to give up meat. Like, I want to give up meat. And I talked to my my, my folks about it, my, my grandparents, my parents. And they were like, okay, cool. Because being vegetarian wasn't something that was foreign. There were a lot of people um, within my specific um, faith community that were vegetarian, were are vegetarian. And then my uncle was vegetarian. So I always knew what it was. It wasn't a foreign concept, but I knew that it was just something that I wanted to try. I've always been the type of person to march to the beat of my own drum. And I was like, that, we're gonna, we're gonna knock, it, knock it out. And it's something that I stayed with up until 2015. And then 2015 is when I gave up all animal byproducts. So no dairy, no, no fish, no eggs, none of that. So. Uh, so yeah, that is that is my journey, man. I had a a I had a very supportive family. I always mention that because my family never shunned me. They never said like, "Yo, man, bro, you gonna eat?" They, they weren't on that, and I'm eternally grateful for them for that. Just not getting in my mind and trying to take a little man down in my mindset and the and the things that I've actually set out to do, even at that young age. Man, I like that. I like that. Um... First of all, that your 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 family supported you, right? And I, I think that's a, a big thing when we're trying to be different, right? Yeah. Or not trying to be different because it's, it's not necessarily trying to be different, but we sometimes we just are different, right? right. And I remember talking about uh, being the, the the one or being the only one, right? And so when you're in a family or just a community and you want to step outside the norm, you know, and do something different and go farther or go just in a different direction. Yeah. Sometimes you find out that you are the only one, you know, uh, but yeah. it's it's good that even though you were the only one, you are still supported uh, by your family. And I know one of the things that uh, we've mentioned before, um, before we started recording is even in, uh, which I'm glad we started talking about community, because even in like I said, I, I kind of figured you wasn't born 
yeah. <laughs> into a, yeah. a household that you know uh that was plant-based but yet and still your family still supported you and right. i think that there is a uh at some point as, as we go through each generation you know we want to get better right mm -hmm. and i know uh one of the things which you speak on and i i do also i actually got a shirt that says it <laughs> on my uh uh deal to heal tees it says uh health is wealth yep. right and so just talking about generational health and changing that mindset when you're talking to you know some of the students that you talk to or just some even some of the adults that you okay. talk to what is something that you you kind of uh hit home with them with making that transition to change the generations and the health through their food. Man, and so I think about Julio who just died and I think about, you know, I, I can only think of celebrities at this time that really didn't have to die. And it was because of health related issues, whether, you know, um, your heart, your heart or, you know, diabetes or whatever the case may be. So I think about those individuals and the reality is that it's so important for us to not normalize being in pain. It's very important for us to not normalize that, you know, I have diabetes or I have to do dairy-free this or um, angel food cake. I, I can only speak for myself. In my family, I had individuals who had high blood pressure, who had high cholesterol, who had diabetes, who were overweight. And I was like, wow. And one of my favorite quotes says, those things that I just mentioned don't run in your family. It's because your family does not run. <laughs> we, we and, and I mean, we live in a work from home society now, so we're even more sedentary and we're even more stagnant. Mm -hmm. We spend even more time at home. And those are real, real factors uh, with our human experience and our human life. But I don't think that we should normalize, oh, all of my aunts have high blood pressure. Well, can they be taught something new? Can we introduce? I, I know Rome wasn't built in a day and our parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles who have been doing the same thing for 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years, it won't be easy, but it's so necessary, especially when it comes to the next generation. I'm really, really big on that. I have nieces, nephews, younger cousins that are looking to me, that are looking to their parents, that are looking to my peers as far as like, well, what are they doing? And that's why I try. I don't I don't succeed all the time, but that's why I try to make sure that I show them like, OK, eating vegetables is good. Eating vegetables is cool. I, I literally had to tell a family friend, like, stop buying your child Chick-fil-A every day. Like, no, that's not it. That's not it. We need to create good habits. So it starts with literally our children. It starts with us so that we can model that for our children and the younger people in our lives. And then they can break that cycle because we don't have to have high blood pressure and, and those ailments that can all be changed with diet. So that's what I mean by generational health is generational wealth. And I mean mindset as well. I, I'm really big on wellness and wellness being a holistic experience. And mm -hmm. so I think about mindset as well. You know, negative thoughts. I think about the stuff that we eat, the stuff that we consume. All of that is wellness, right? I don't watch scary movies. That's just like my personal thing. Because I do not want that in my sight. That's not going to make my mind well. Right. So generational, generational health is, is, is all of the things. It's what you consume, but also what you listen to, what you watch. All of that is generational health. And we have to be mindful to that so that we can be 
our best selves for our future selves and for the people that are coming up after us, our mentors, our mentees, excuse me, our nieces, our nephews, our children, our grandchildren. Right, right, right. And, and I'm glad you said that because I remember uh, a couple of episodes back, I had a young lady who was a nutritionist mm -hmm. uh, on. And one of the conversations we're having is just the fact that when we think about all of our celebrations that we have as, as a culture, yes. it's all surrounded around food. Food, you right. Know, food is always involved. Right. right. And so I remember talking to someone in, in my family. And like you said, <laughs> things don't run in your family, but it's because your family don't run. We don't run. We don't run. I was I was having a conversation with uh, one of the ladies, females in my family. And I was like, you know, you she was a little a little younger at that time. I'm like, yeah, you're you're younger now. Right. And so you have this physique that you have. I said, but look at look at look at your lineage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at your lineage, and you can see as we get older in my in our family, we get a certain physique. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so so you may be like that now, but if you don't do something to change to keep it like that, you already see where you're going, yeah. right? And and it goes back to uh, what we eat, you know, because those things are, are passed down that our recipes is passed down. Yes. You know, the things that we eat is passed down from generation to generation. And we learn to cook from the generation before us. So how is it's a no brainer that we're going to end up having the same ailments, uh, issues and, you know, um, results as some of the those that came before us. If we're eating the same the same type of way. And, and, and can I say this? It start it. All it takes is one person. It starts mm -hmm. with one person because you can have grandma's re recipe or your aunt's recipe, but change out certain things, change out the butter for um, olive oil, change out the um, the eggs for applesauce. Like it, it starts with these little changes that will mean the world of a difference as far as calories, as far as health, you know, it, all it starts is one person. And you know, with all due respect, the internet is free. Internet is free. So we need to sometimes see what things we can sub and, and, and replace. And I'm always looking at YouTube for recipes. I'm always looking on Instagram for a new recipe. So we don't have to get rid of the 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 bad the bad stuff, the the recipes, but we can get rid of the bad things that, that aren't going to make us feel better. A whole bunch of like cream, um, a whole bunch of like cheese and man, bro, that is not stuff that's gonna energize the body i'm not saying i don't eat that stuff all any any right but we have to know like this is the food that energizes the body and and feeds the temple and makes our temple feel really good and this is the stuff that makes our temple feel not so good and i think people ignore that i think we ignore those things um and you can't be well if you just ignore those things within your body our body i always say god designed our bodies this is the best computer that has ever been exist ever, ever in existence because if something is not right that's a chain reaction something else is going to boom you know so yeah and, and I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I think one of the reasons why we ignore and I, and I and I kind of speak for myself yeah. right because I why I do still eat meat and things of, of that yeah. nature at this time it has been a thought you know more recently yeah. to change some things. 
you know what I mean? To just, just to be start being more healthy and more conscious of what I do eat, you know, I'm not necessarily saying I'm not gonna have a steak because I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it might, it it might, might be in moderation. Yes, it mm-hmm. might be once a, once a month. Right. Well, I don't have steak that often, so that probably less than once a month. <laughs> but just but just giving that and and for an example. But I think sometimes we ignore because we don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And or or maybe we're you know to some extent afraid of the change. And what that might have. So when you when you're talking and explaining, you know, or even for your own example, that transition of going, you know, from uh, you know eating meat and everything else to this plant based lifestyle, what is that transition like? Or and what what maybe be some of the steps that you know someone like me who's thinking about it, like where can I start? Just like all right, just. Switch this for this, you know what I mean? And just like, all right, start there. Yeah, I mean, I think the first step is like making up in your mind. It's literally the first step, making up that decision. Like, mm, I may not, and, and that's what I, I give people grace for for the journey and just being being able to recognize, like, okay, well, I I know that I probably I'm 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 35, I'm 45, I'm 55. I know I probably should be eating more fruits and veggies and root veggies. I know that's something I should be doing, but making that decision is the first step. That's where you get started. The second step is reaching out to somebody like me. And let's say you don't have a a resource or you don't have someone that you know that's vegetarian, vegan, you don't follow anybody, you know, go on YouTube, go on Instagram. I follow, I've been in the game for over 20 years as far as like plant-based and and substitutes and, and my diet, but I still go on social media and glean at what people are doing. And I learn stuff all the time. Something that I am starting to reincorporate in my life is fasting, right? Fasting for my body, knowing that when, you, when you're sick, guess what you do? You don't, you fast. And your body is able to heal itself. And so if that's, if, if, we, if we parallel our body healing ourselves when we're sick and we don't eat, we're literally eating soup and we're drinking fluids, and we're not eating that much. So that's a reminder that, okay, in order to heal my body, I need to probably fast a little bit. So like I said, I'm still learning as well. But for someone who is on that journey and just making that decision, like, I might want to incorporate this. You've already made the first step by even thinking it. Second step is reach out to someone like me or someone that you follow on social media. And a lot of times people are really cool. Like my friends who are in this space are so dope. They're so cool. They're humble. They will reach out. They'll reach back out to you if you... I'll message them and then get on social media. Look on Instagram, look on Pinterest, look on YouTube, look on Facebook, look on Google. There are there's someone somewhere that has created a blog for whatever it is that you are trying to do. And, and that's why I would get started first. Definitely don't reinvent the wheel because there are so many of us out there and we have free ebooks, we have free knowledge, and we have free webinars, we have free videos. Okay, this is how you make Southern Chicago style pizza, but the healthy version. This is how you make vegan macaroni and cheese, but with half of the calories, right? There's someone out there that has created that. The the information is is plentiful on on the on the web for us. All right, all right. So, so my next question is, you know, I, I know you said you've been on this journey for you know 20 years now, and so I know, of course, you've been vocal about it. So when you have a chance to to talk 
just in some of our, our communities and or community centers and things like that to some of the younger people and, and definitely some of the adults, because I guess it starts with the adults uh, about, you know, changing, a, changing that lifestyle. What do you think uh, is probably one of our biggest hindrances of, of, you know, making that change or making the decision to even really contemplate it? And then, um, one of our biggest hindrances, and then from your perspective, what are some of the the benefits of changing our lifestyle? You know, so I mean, because like myself, I really don't know anything about vegan, right? But now you know me. I, I have, now you know me, so you good, right? But th this is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me personally, I don't know. Right, right. So that was yeah. another reason why I wanted to have you on because I'm getting information for myself mm -hmm. also. So. Sometimes I think it's just like uh, the unknown is scary. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, I know I should be eating healthier. I know I should be eating, you know, uh, you know, more leafy vegetables and things like that. But I don't even know which ones to eat. You know, I don't even know what goes with what. You know what I'm saying? So just from from your perspective, like what part? And I think that that might be one of our biggest hindrances right there, just the fear of change. You know, um, but what are some of the benefits of becoming a, a, a vegetarian or not necessarily becoming a vegetarian, but just eating more, more plant food, period? Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to answer that like a couple ways. Um, the first thing is that I think one of the biggest hindrances is our mindset. Being a black man. Oh, I got to eat steak and potatoes and, 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 and salmon and, and rice and eggs every single day. So it's literally our mindset. If we can overcome our mindset, it won't be anything that we cannot accomplish and that we cannot do. So that's the first thing, getting over that, that mental hurdle. The second thing is access. I'm really passionate about food deserts and educating the community about food deserts. Like if there is not a reputable, solid, I'll just say solid grocery store that is in walking distance that you can get fresh fruits and veggies, you probably live in a food desert. If it is if there are a bunch of McDonald's and Burger King fast food restaurants and check casting places and, and so on and so forth, you probably live in a food desert. So another hindrance is definitely access, having access to those. But the reality is that sometimes you can have access to it, but not know where to start. So I think that another hindrance is not having a person or not having a guide when you go into the store for someone like me to say, hey, make sure you shop in the perimeter. All the stuff that we need is in the perimeter. So our fruits, our veggies. I, I like to shop at Kroger. Do they have Kroger where you live? Um, I don't think so. What grocery stores are in, in, in the area you live? Uh, they have Myers. They have Strack and Ventillo. Uh, they still have some jewels around from out of Chicago, but that's pretty much it. Literally never heard of any of those. They're <laughs> <laughs> pretty much in, the, in this area, in the Chicago area. Okay. So the reason why I ask is because when I walk into my local Kroger, all of them are set up the same way. You go to the right or sometimes to the left and you go to the fruits and the veggies and the root veggies and the potatoes. And that is what our diet should actually be consistent, consist of. And so many times people don't know where to start. Um, they don't have a guide. And I think that's also a hindrance as well. So having access, knowing where to get started, and then that mental block, like, oh, 
it's not sex. It's, it's sexy to eat meat. Real men eat meat. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, real men <laughs> eat meat and real men don't eat meat. Like, and right. that's just right on that. And so I think those are the hindrances. But the benefits, right? Um, the benefits that I've seen in my life and in individuals that I've worked with and in my family's life is that when you are able to uh, tame, if you will, I like, I like using the word tame, if you're able to tame the tongue and the stuff that we consume, uh, maybe not so much sugar, not so much. I remember in 2015, I had a lot going on. I, I was in my cousin's wedding and I just wanted to get spiritually right. So I did a 40 day raw food fast. And I promise you, I've never felt better in my life. I was just eating fresh fruits and um, and and veggies and making my own meals and being incredibly creative. And I remember a couple of days after the fast, I tried to eat like an Oreo cookie. One, I got an instant headache. You know why? Because my body had not had any processed sugar of any sort for the past 40 days. So my body kind of like reprogrammed itself. And our bodies can reprogram itself. So I want to encourage somebody watching this today. If you are feeling like, man, I feel hopeless. Um, it doesn't have to be what you eat. It's, it could be what you think, right? Sometimes you have to hang up the phone when it's negative conversations. Sometimes you have to take a break from social media if it's negativity. Because that is that's not going to make you well, right? So change your change your, your lifestyle. Change your mindset. And, and think about wellness holistically. What you eat. What you consume. What you the thoughts that you're thinking about yourself. Sometimes I have anxious thoughts and I have to say like, okay, nah, God is in control. Like God is in control. You're having anxious thoughts. Is he going to get you anywhere? Am I letting my own insecurities lead me? And sometimes the answer is yes. And that's being introspective. So I want everyone who's watching, watching this, wherever you are in the world to know you can well and the benefits of, of eating a healthier diet. Um, it can be better sleep. It can be better um, with your significant other, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Um, just eating stuff that brings 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 energy to you and and that revitalizes you and doesn't make you sleepy. Like I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Nah, nah, we don't want that. So. Yeah, good. That's good. That's good. So I, I'm listening to you talk and you speaking a, a lot on mindset um, and and lifestyle. And so one of the things we talked about before we started recording was uh, that you as a uh, motivational speaker and, you know, going to colleges and things like that. So I definitely wanted to, to touch on that. Um, so how do you get started in that? And what is your message that you that you bring to um, those that you have a chance to speak to? So I feel like speaking found me. I didn't find it. Um, and I say that because at a very young age, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a church boy. So at a very young age, my family had me active in church and I was doing stuff for the Christmas play and Easter and Children's Day and so on and so forth. And so that was my introduction to being on a stage and being a speaker. I didn't realize that until I was 18 years old and I got to college and I was changing my major from political science to communications. And I was like, what have I always been good at? And, and, and God and the Holy Spirit was just like speaking. I was like, well, what can what does someone who's good at speaking major? At? I, I I genuinely didn't know. And I did my research and I realized that a lot of times they major in communications. And so that was the, the jump start into me realizing that one day, and I promise you this is this is what I, I thought, one day I will be using my voice to impact individuals. One day I will be an entrepreneur. 
that was my thought. That was my thought and my mindset at 18 years old. I did not know the trajectory of my life. I didn't know how God was going to do it. I just knew that it was something that I desired. And so um, I moved from Miami, Florida to Houston around 2012. And shortly after I got here, I was like, well, what, what, what can I, what can I do? I remember, um, I remember I took etiquette classes because I, I'm a mentor. I've been a mentor since I was 13 years old. So I was like, well, maybe I can teach boys gentlemanhood and, and, and etiquette. So I hired two etiquette coaches and they taught me and I got certified. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. And then I was like, yo, I live in Houston. Like Houston is like the music, music central, like legit, especially gospel music. And that's, I, I, I love gospel music. So I, uh, I, I got, you're going to laugh at this, but I got voice lessons. I was like, yo, I'm going to be a background, background vocalist and just, so I could travel the world. And then I was like, nah, I don't want to do that either. I was like, <laughs> well, what can I do? And I was reminded that I've always been a speaker. Um, and it's just God's timing is just so, um, he shows his love through me, through his timing and through divine appointment. And so <laughs> I had the opportunity to um, speak at, at this church and for their youth and from there, I became a I became a full time I, I became a speaker excuse me and it wasn't only until recently that I was like I'm gonna go for broke or I'm gonna go for rich because there's power in the tongue in the words you say I'm gonna go for rich and I'm gonna just bet on myself I know we were talking earlier before the cameras rolled about investing in yourself there are so many things that I've done to invest in myself that people may not know and may not never know and that's cool but you have to invest in yourself to get to certain levels and so. I speak to individuals now about living with intention, being intentional with your thoughts, being intentional with how you build relationships and how you communicate with others, how you use emotional intelligence, how you become a great leader, just being intentional with that. That is my, that's my brand and my niche, helping people to live intentional lives. Okay. Okay. So I want to, I'm just going to throw in two, two stories. All right, that come, come. Come. <laughs> so the one, the one uh, is just simple. So every year over the last couple of years, I've really been getting into uh, self-development and, yes. you know, learning myself. And so I have a word for each year that I focus on. Um, and so this year, I think it was last year, but the last year coming into this year, my word is intention. Intentional wow. about everything yeah. that I do, you know. Um, so I'm not just out here, you know, blowing in the wind, but actually have direction and okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Is it going to give me the result yes. that, that I'm aiming for? Right. And so I want to mention that, but uh, like yourself, I, I am a church boy, right? A PK grew up in the church, and so uh I just tell you the story the first time I ever spoke. So we at our church we have we have children's day as as everybody church does have children's day and the children sing and and things like that but one of the things we did at our church that when we had children's day then one of the children would also be the speaker right oh, yes, so the children that uh you know one of the youth would be the speakers so i was right. a, I was a teenager at this time and so the girl that was over over the youth department she probably was only like in her early 20s herself you know so just out of you know, out of, you know, teenage years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so whenever we would have, we, so we have youth day every month, you know, we one day every month, but whenever we got to the day, she would always speak. She would always be the speaker. So just one day 
She got up, she's finna speak, and the pastor was like, no, no, stop. It's like every every youth day, we have the same person that's doing the speaking, and we have a whole department of youth. Yeah. You know, so she was like, uh, it's we're gonna change it, it's gonna be somebody else. So she picked me and she picked my cousin. Wow. <laughs> like y'all speaking, you know. <laughs> this is this is not y'all speaking tomorrow. No, you speaking right now. Oh wow, wow. So my cousin, my cousin went first, and that gave me about a good three minutes to find the scripture real quick, you know what I'm saying, and get a message in my head. So he went, then I went up there, and of course I knocked it out. And that was the first that was my first time speaking, not the last. Of course, I went on to be become a minister, assistant pastor, and you know, all of that, and then now even here with the podcast. But that was my first. That was my first speaking engagement. Oh <laughs> it was like right now. I'm like, no, you know, but yeah. So, yep, yep. So, man, um, I'm so glad uh, to have you on. Uh, first of all, let me say again, thank you uh, for having you on, uh, to taking out your time to to be here because you could have been doing anything else, but you're here. So, I want to say thank you for myself and for my listeners. So, I want you to have the last word. And I want you to give us something, uh, word of inspiration, motivation, whatever it is, you know, whatever comes to your mind that you that you want to leave us with. Uh, I want to leave us leave us with a word, uh, whatever that word is, you know. And also give us your uh, social media handles and how someone could work with you, um, you know, if they they want to get in contact with you. And I'll give you a couple seconds to uh, to think about that. And while you're doing that, let me do this to my listeners. I told you guys that I would show you or tell you rather how that you can win. Well, my thing ain't working. A hundred dollars, a hundred dollars from the podcast. So the way you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast is by becoming a super subscriber, entering our super subscriber contest. What does that mean? That means you must subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook page, and to our podcast on Spotify. And after you've done those three things, you will text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 for a chance to win $100 from the podcast. You already listen. You already support. You might as well hit that subscribe button and you can win $100. So the, the contest is ongoing and it's random. So it never stops. So once you win, you win and you can win. Right. So that's it. So, again, to win $100 from the podcast, join our super subscriber contest by subscribing to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page and our Spotify podcast. And after you've done those three things, text the word win, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify uh, to win $100 into the contest. So that being said. Mr. Hanfield, again, thank you for being on. Uh, thank you for, you know, gracing us with your presence and your intellect. i let you have the last word. The floor is yours. Generational health is generational wealth. It starts with your mindset. It starts with the things that you consume and the people that you surround yourself around. I want to encourage anyone right now who may, may be feeling down and out. You may be feeling like, man, I'm, I've tried this diet. I've tried this plan, I've tried this person, I've tried this thing. Just, I want you to stop what you've been doing and just get intentional. 
all things are possible if you believe. You got to believe in God. You got to believe in yourself. And you got to believe that he will carry you through and bring you through whatever season you're going through right now. It seems like every time you turn around, somebody's going through something. We're dealing with anxiety. We're dealing with depression. We're dealing with loss. We're dealing with lack. But God does not lack. So when I talk about generational health, I think about my temple. Think about how the ways, think about the ways, the many ways you can honor your temple. That's important because you matter. When you believe that you matter, when you love yourself, you just move differently. I remember the times I didn't love myself. I was doing things that I had no business doing. I was eating things I had no business eating. I was around people I should not have been around, but I had to move with intention and I had to believe that the wealth mindset is more than just what I eat, what I consume, what I wear, Gucci, Louis Prada. Like, nah, that's not wealth. Wealth is having people around you that challenge you, that push you closer to your dreams and your goals and hold you accountable. Wealth is also you not being the same person that you were five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, or even five years ago. That is wealth. So I want you to give yourself grace today and know that I believe in you. I'm here for you. And, and it's go time. It's go time. If you didn't listen to this podcast or watch this podcast at this very moment by accident, this message was for you. This message was for you. So I definitely want you guys to follow me and contact me on social media. My email address is theplantbasedbrother at gmail.com. So theplantbasedbrother with an A at gmail.com. On Facebook, like my page, plantbasedbrother. On Instagram, it's theplantbasedbrother. Find me on YouTube. Plant-based brother. I mean, I'm not too hard to find. So anywhere, I'm, I'm on TikTok. I'm on all of the things. Um, so definitely, I would love to connect with you. And if you are looking to level up as far as your diet, eating, incorporating more plants and veggies, maybe you don't want to go full vegan. That's cool. No judgment. But the reality is that eating fruits, veggies, root veggies, and 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 drinking water, you can't negate the benefits of that. And there it is. There it is. So thank you once again for being on. To my listeners, thank you guys for tuning in one more time to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Uh, um, just remember, our mission is to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with their problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Until next time, be blessed. We'll see you next week. Hey, guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right. See you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem. Heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.